0: podcast
1: you're listening to the joe rogan experience review
0: what a bizarre thing we've created now with your host adam thorne oh, this might either be the, the worst, worst podcast Sunday. or the best one Two, of all time.
1: one go one. enjoy the show hey guys and welcome to another episode of the jre review big week we got cam haynes on we got gilbert godfrey gilbert godfrey and then Ari Shafia and and all his comedy nerd friends.
0: <clears throat> Mark Norman and... Great.
1: Getting ready for Skankfest. Skankfest skank time. The other guys, actually. I would love to go skank to a Skankfest, man. That sounds like a fucking party <laughs> and a half, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> it <sounds like laughs> yeah, short, right? And
1: for sure. For sure. <laughs> Let's jump over to Cameron Haynes. Let's start out with him. What a legend. Like, come on. It's hard to get inspired by him. Like, not to get inspired, I mean.
0: uh, Yeah, Uh, I love just whenever Joe said, people always want to put themselves in other people's shoes and say, how do they do it? It's so easy, but they could do it. And then he's, like, talking about being in Cam Haynes' shoes, like, running 16 miles before you even wake up. Another 10 at lunch. And then come home and get a full lift sesh, and people are talking about they don't have time, and they don't have, and they don't have the motivation. You're like, uh, dude, you, you do just make some two
1: days in Cam Hain's shoes, and you will not <laughs> want to wear those shoes ever again.
0: You f- <laughs> You feel like you have lived a lifetime. That's what I love. What he said. He's like, and then you wake up and do it again, and then you wake up and do it again. We were in Arizona this past weekend, and I climbed a mountain, Camelback Mountain. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but it's a it's a it's a challenging hike, especially when it's warm out and you're, you're climbing vertical quite a bit. And if you don't know what to expect, it's a it's a challenge for sure. But <laughs> once you get to the top, the reward is worth the was worth the pain. But I will say, my shout out to my girl. She had no idea what she was getting herself into. I'm like, let's go on this little hike. I was like, let's go on this little hike. And I know that she knows, and the people around me are like, "Fuck Camelback. That that's
1: ridiculous." Good stuff. She fucking sometimes though, it out, it's better not to know rewarding. how like intense something's gonna be. Because right. you know, once you start, you're like, all right, well yeah, I'm not gonna quit. But if someone told me straight up like I'm gonna be climbing not a mountain. Back now. You'd be like, Meh, maybe
0: we're let's go play mini golf. <laughs> she said like after the fact she's like, I scaled a mountain today. I was like, I know, you'll never forget that for the rest of your life. You'll never forget that I bombed up this mountain that and a lot of points, you could—I mean—you could do some serious damage, right. if not kill yourself, if you're not fucking patient. Well, talk about the right Talk steps, about mountains. Like, honestly, they opened
1: not, up the pod joke. with that uh, mountain line that Rogan <clears> saw. <throat> yeah, and how terrifying it was. Oh, so, God. so I went hunting last week, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, with an ex-green beret buddy of mine. Just savage. Like this guy is. We he just was like picking spots because he's been hunting his whole life so he knows what he's doing and i don't know like a great deal about it so i'm still learning but he's like right we're going up here and once we climb this like elevation between these like bits of private land because you gotta look on the map and it has it shows you like where private land is where public land is and you can't go on a private land so you gotta like squeeze between some private land sometimes the only way to get into this area right. that was really open and and really good for hunting was to like basically climb a mountain and it was so steep and I didn't have a strap for my rifle, so I'm holding it in one hand, like traversing like these rocks with the other oh. and like and it was like weird rock like montana i don't know what the mountains are made of, but they are crumbly as all hell. You know, it's like it's one thing when it's really sturdy <laughs> but I'm just like holding stuff and it like breaks it. off and right. I'm like, dude, I'm I I am not the biggest fan of heights. Like this was not a good day. and he's just like keep going, Shit keep go 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 south. going. like just savage. Shit go south quick. We, so we get to the real like the very top of this thing after like I'm talking four hours. We probably did it was probably like eight hundred feet of elevation, which is a lot you know when you're climbing slowly oh dude so many rests so many terrifying moments we get to the top and there's these it looks like these big caves in this rock and I'm like what could be in there like a bear could be and he's like bears wouldn't be up here don't worry about it I'm like okay and then we're walking around and we see these giant mountain lion tracks everywhere dude I did not know that a paw of any creature could be that big he's like pointing him out to me and i'm like so so you're telling me this we're the yeah we're at the top of a mountain pancake and there is a mountain lion somewhere he goes don't worry they won't come out till night dude i could not stop looking behind me i was so terrified (laughs) i'm like this is not the best time ever
0: that video, that, vid- that video that Joe showed multiple times about that guy talking. I think it's a mountain lion that's approaching. Oh, and he like, has to Fuck shoot off. it. Right? Leave me alone. <laughs> like, whenever it's yeah, like, yeah. He's Not like, good. leave me alone. Fuck you. <laughs> no, I think well, one of them he had to shoot him. Another one is oh, like, God oh, damn it, where's dude, my gun? Freak me. Out.
1: <laughs> like, um, that's just yeah.
0: Phew. That's just becoming death. one with Mother Nature. So huh? scary. I I do like the way, the way they they the, the way hunters talk about the I don't want to say attachment I should say relationship that they have with the animal and the description that Joe provides and Cam provides. I was always like I don't want to say anti hunter but I, I feel like I'm such a hypocrite if I'm going to eat a friggin' turkey sandwich or whatever the fuck you know what I mean It's like you got to pick one way so it's like I respect the craft and I respect the approach and I respect He's talking about the moment and all the preparation that goes into it and the respect that they have for the animal and how they want it to die as quickly and as as painlessly as possible. It's like when you hear about that narrative, I mean, still, I don't want to see anything die. But if you're using it for food and to take care of your family and to take care of your friends and to provide, I mean, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard to argue. Yeah, And, you know, know, people were
1: talking to me about my like first rifle hunt. So this is. This was recently my first rifle hunt, right? And they, they were like, look, you, you might get something in your crosshairs that's, that's like, an animal that, that you want. You know, it's everything that is, like, you have, the, you have the license for it. Like, it's the creature you went out there for, but, like, something will feel wrong about it. Like, just feel it. Like, that's what multiple hunters said. Like, right. it might not feel like the right kill, And I'm just – the whole time I was just thinking, you know, because I was a novice. I didn't know. I was like, whatever. Dude, if I get something in my crosshairs, I'm going to take it. Like, I'm out there to do it. Yeah, and I had a buck. Did you have that But it was like Like, kind of a small one. But it wasn't just that. It was that. It was like the way it kind of came out, it was really close. And, you know, we have multiple days left, and it just – just the way it kind of just sat there it just didn't feel right so I didn't take it I didn't take the shot but I didn't understand yeah. what they were talking about until that yeah. happened I was like I don't think be... this is my kill today and I didn't that'd... do it
0: that'd be a rough that'd be a rough character moment if the animal reached out and felt that it was like felt comfortable enough to be around you and be that close to you yeah I mean, it was I mean, kind I'd of weird him, I was
1: like ah kill it. I mean <laughs> it was it was like 50 yards for a rifle oh, no. like you got way run, further than run that. away i was like this this thing no it's just not the right time so you know i'm learning i'm learning i'm new to it but right. i want to learn and you know i'm trying to learn off the best people that i can so to you know to have a real like respect for
0: what's going on out there i was gonna say i bet the camaraderie that has to be developed in that kind of scenario where you're out there with like one or two other guys, just silent the whole time. And like even in the silence the the bonds grow that much closer. My buddy was telling me that was an army ranger. <clears throat> he was like I, I think I've made mention of this before too. He's like, I knew what my buddy's hair smelled like. Like that's how close he was in contact with these people at all times. Like he knew like he knew what he was thinking, his next thought before it I don't want to say before he thought it, but he could already like anticipate, you know what I mean? And it's being in those kind of scenarios and those tough situations that develop those kind of relationships that kind of don't necessarily need... Labor. Yeah, I you could I could see
1: it. Moments. I mean, the guy yeah. I went out with, once we got going, he barely spoke at all. Everything was just like quiet movement and right. that was just accepted. Like, don't make a lot of noise. And a, if anything, he'd like point at an area, right. he'd be like, you know you kind of like glass over here, I glass here, but there was no talking. And it was like, I would just sit down, start glassing, you'd be on the other side of the hill. I didn't know how long he would be. I didn't know if it was going to be 10 minutes or two hours. or But it was just kind of, I guess, understood. Right. So I just went with it. I'm like, all right, I guess this is how it goes. But great, great experience. Great experience. Did either well, of you get in no, the the weather Either was so hot. It's been though. so hot up here in Bozeman that it's like they're all bedded down for the day. You know, like all day, there's just not the movement that basically he was saying it's unusual for what he's seen in all the years that he's hunted. They... He's like it's unusual that they're not moving the way that they should, at least where we went. So I was like,
0: OK, I guess that's how it is. Are they just grazing on, grazing on grass? And I guess so. not at night? Yeah,
1: yeah. They got to eat. What they like, eat? Yeah, that's what they eat, right? Like little shrubs, probably bushes.
0: I mean, that I I guess that, I guess that makes more sense if I'm the animal to eat at night. If I'm gonna feel safer, I wonder if they even fearing, fearing being hunted. There's so many. There's so few that are getting. Killed I don't know, man. They the they're probably smarter
1: than yeah. we give them credit for. Like, and I, I don't mean we as in hunters, because I don't like i don't count myself as one yet at least i got a lot more to learn but you know as just like yeah. a layman yeah i i think we think that like deers and things are dumb and they're i'm sure they're paying attention to a lot of things you know i'm sure they're moving on to private land because they know they're right. safer i'm That's sure they... they're moving around a different like they probably know what's going right. on more than we think
0: Dude, it's hard as hell. Think about it. We're out there with a rifle,
1: and we still can't kill them. I'm like, they're just running around naked in the woods. Imagine if you and I were running around naked in the woods, and some (laughs) other super intelligent creature had advanced weaponry and tried to kill us. It would take them about 14 seconds to find our dumbasses. All right?
0: (laughs) And to Cam's Cam's credit, he's doing all this shit with a bow on top of
1: it. I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, he right. was talking about shooting out of his. I love that window, he, he like, gives meat crazy away. Shit. Well, you know, <laughs> to like
1: people at his work and his neighbors, and that's kind of, that's the. He at that Navy Seal on his street that right. got injured, and he like gives him meat.
0: I I had a neighbor. I had a yeah, it's best. I had a neighbor give me meat. My my first and only elk burger this this thus far. But there was a certain sense of uh, I I won't forget this moment. You know what I mean? Like I, granted, I've never had elk before, so that's probably had something to do with it. But it's a gesture. A lot of people don't. It's a cool thing. You know, if you've got uh, enough meat, like being able to give it away
1: to people in your community is that's a really cool thing. I mean, it's great food. You know, really good food. Absolutely.
0: It's, it's interesting, and this doesn't want to go against any vegan or vegetarian or anything, but like whenever Joe talks about the instincts of the hunter, yeah. he's like, we we're all hunters at some point. It's like, what, how, it, it, how, is that science, or how, how do you have that argument? Because I've had the conversation with multiple vegetarians and vegans that provide reasonable explanations to their side, which I kind of don't want to necessarily side with, but I can... Well,
1: appreciate. I mean, you know... Fi- I don't know how big the like our tribal existence was, but I think that they think that the little tribes are like 40 people. That's kind of like somewhat sustainable. So you got to think, okay, 20 men, 20 women, probably. I mean, I would imagine that at least all the men were hunting. And you know, even to say that, it's like, I don't even know. I'm sure a lot of the women went out there too. You know, if like if a woman in the village was like into it and good at hunting, why would you pick them over a guy that was like this guy is yeah, clumsy man. and useless, he falls over everything. <laughs> like fucking Steve is useless. Yeah. Like you're gonna take one of the women with you. Fuck Steve. Um you know, so it's probably For a sure. lot more in our system. I mean Joe talked about it, right, with uh fishing. You know? Like a lot more people have fished than they have hunted but when you get that fish like there's that really fun right. excitement and it's just something about like knowing that right. you're going to be able to be fed
0: like but right. us it's interesting uh, along those lines i, I find i feel like i've finally been converted to the fact that i'd like to have a gun like i think i don't know if <laughs> i i've always said i don't need one i surround myself with this that and the other i provide my I've given a lot of woo-woo excuses, not excuses, but a feasible reasons that I think have worked thus far. But given the climate and whatnot, like it seems like it's just I'd rather have the fucking umbrella. Than yeah. It starts raining. <laughs> you know, even though I live in L.A. and even though I live in L.A. and it never fucking rains. It's like if fucking some meth head wants to come into my house and he has a gun, I at least want an option. I, I, I know that sounds fucking well, but, extreme but hold on you know, does on the it top, they're like, already saying don't have that a gun, in Venice you, you don't even have a, they won't come to your house doesn't, unless it,
1: they've stolen like a you know a thousand dollars that's what I'm worth saying it doesn't stuff. to me it's like there's some lunatics out there on the street right man, for sure I mean
0: I get right and I mean I <laughs> and if you're bigger than me or have a bigger or have a gun I at least want to be sober and have a gun and be able to fucking pop off a few shots I mean, I, I mean, I take my chances. Yeah, but something I, I think about. I want a chance. I mean, is my thought. Either that or like get one of those uh, extendable. But I will batons. say, I got have some.
1: You seen those? The ones the cops have that like whip out. Yeah, you don't need any a, training of
0: those. You can just whoop yeah, people cool. with that. I want to go. I want to. A... Fair I'd enough. I'd like to be able to stand six feet. Get away. a longer just extendable baton. That's the case. I don't need to be up in some bump. I don't even right. whack at right, some with a bit. Just say it. I'm giving you
1: options. <laughs> options what do you think of Cameron right, saying he may have to quit it. his appreciate government it. job appreciate if they force it. him to get the vaccine? That
0: seems, uh, bro. It's it, it's. It, 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 I think that it's gonna. I don't know if it's wishful thinking or I just want to believe it, but it seems like there's enough people pushing back at some point. People are taking a huge stance plans.
1: against this. There's not man. everybody You're seeing it the
0: across the world. I mean, and I think I may have mentioned to it too. Like I said, when Arizona, like it's so interesting. And I, I like hearing cam say, I'm, I don't want to say I'm on anybody's hmm. side, but it makes sense to me. That's what I'll say. The narrative that they're talking about and the sentiment that they talk about makes sense to me. I'm not divisive and I don't want to make sides, but I may have mentioned to you, I'm in Arizona and I, and I'm, I'm having a conversation with a good a good friend of mine, his his wife, and they're they're not newborn, but three or four year old child, and I, I had it always comes up. It seems like such a taboo conversation to have with people who you're on the fence with. Like, are you vaccinated? I feel like it's only the people that aren't vaccinated that are asking other people. Maybe maybe not. But she was like yes, and then I was like, and she's like, are you? And I was like, no. And she's a nurse, and she's she said, ah, and I and I we go into these facts about the e- efficacy and. The booster and this that and the other and my one buddy's sitting there he's like he's like it's funny it's either this or it's like these other people that listen to joe rogan and i'm like hmm funny you say that but it's such an interesting time that the joe rogan has become the most polarizing experience and i was saying to you earlier it's almost like he's become the new trump to the left at this point when in reality he's 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 been so left on so many things and so understanding like i don't want to suck his dick but it's just like dude what are you talking about like did you have you listened Like, are you listening to what he's saying? He's not trying to be one-sided. He's not trying to be right. He wants to be informed. He wants to make the... Like, uh, he's at no... He's in nobody's pocket. That's the thing. That's that's what I don't understand, how these people are not understanding. There's no lobbyist that he's under. He said, I went to Spotify specifically so I could be free Yeah, but of you see what bullshit. they're trying to do today. I want to be a free thinker. Oh, uh, Chappelle. So it's like,
1: I mean, they're, they're trying to pull everyone in. They want to make everyone an enemy. It's like, trying, it's like wait a minute. So you're talking hard. about like the young, funny, but everybody black sees, guy everybody sees that it. grew up in D.C.? Like fighting for right. like pe minority rights. Right. Suddenly he's the worst guy in the world. Like come on. Like who
0: are you right. even trying to fight against? Save it. Right. What and what are you fighting against? Because it, it, I like I said I don't know these people. I, I I don't know if it's just they don't come across my path, but I don't know all these people. It, it's uh, some people. I will say it seems like whenever they get the vax they feel virtuous other people that I like my buddies like I was mentioning to you they're like dude I just did it because I need to travel I get it from all angles and you you pointed out a good point like I can't give people blow back for even the people that I wouldn't assume would get it I can't blow back at them for getting it like why 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 yeah. that's not my that's not my place to do that I mean my initial response was that kind of I'm like I wouldn't suspect you to do that and follow this that and the other but at the same time it's like bro what kind of hypocrite does that make me if I'm going to pass judgment on a decision you made? So I need to take a step back. I don't know. I Look, I don't want to make it black and white, so right? Like,
1: People have their right to pick their sides and I I don't deem I I feel like if you choose to be like 100% vaccinated, masked up, God bless you. I am not mad at you at all. I, and you know what, it saying God bless. that sometimes Sometimes Zero. I'll see someone like driving their car with a mask on and I'll think to myself like, what an idiot. <laughs> but this is just the private thought. Like I don't – I'm not going to stop them and tell them not to do that. Like that, you, that is your right. You're allowed yeah. to. But to tell other people that, that I'm aren't just, doing it I'm still to be fun. like that. – That is – to me that would be like me and you going around saying to the fat people, you're fat, work out. Because you're unhealthy and you're going to injure us and hurt other people with all your comorbidities. Dude, that would be wrong too. All you can do is encourage. You should never do it like if it's a close friend of yours and you're doing what Joe does with Bert, like a bit of personal fat shaming. Like, but don't do it to someone you don't know. Like, that's so fucked up. (laughs) Like, you can't go up to just someone overweight and be like you know what you're the cause like that's so no wrong right so the point is like let people but that but that's be the who but that, they need to be right people will do that yeah, people but, will do but, that but if you don't have so what i'm not gonna become a worse more annoying person because they decide to be like yeah it's annoying but i'm not gonna i'm not telling other people what to do it's not fair you're right and it's not right. I, and I, here's I, I, another thing that I kind of have noticed. And it maybe it's not true across the board. And if you're listening and you don't have an example of this or, like, you have a better example, then, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. But, dude, I'm telling you, they ended the podcast with uh, Cameron talking about carrying a hundred-plus-pound rock up a hill, right? Like, his absolute hustle in the ice bath. Dude, I don't know people... That are choosing this like really scared philosophy that exists, and they're also pushing at this rate, right? They're not cold plunging right. five minutes a day, plus sauna, plus intense workouts. They're just not doing no. it. It just seems to me that they've chosen no. like the s- most no. scared way to be, <laughs> and maybe the easiest mm. answer. Like, what's an easier answer? Like, get the vaccine and wear a mask so you're safe all like, get your ass in shape and, like, really hustle.
0: As I'm walking up that mountain, I'm thinking to myself, and this may sound fucking incredibly caveman-y, but I'm thinking, I'm looking at these plants all around me, and I'm thinking, what are the essential things humans need? Food, water, yeah. exercise. Yeah. That's all they need. Like, that's how animals survive. That's how all of nature, and I'm, I'm, I, I left out the sun, too sun yeah. food well you are water, a caveman so of
1: course you think of it that way but see but you know what it's like i am saying exercise fucking- is kind of weird because back in the day we didn't quote unquote need exercise we will fucking move him
0: because it was the only way to exist because you were out there we fucking would die hunting. if you didn't get this shit done <laughs> yeah, yeah you you're hunting that's exercise that's the fucking you most have primal, best exercise you could possibly have when you go out when you go out i'm not eating unless that's the fucking beginning of the sentence then you're going to fucking find the food and you're oh, going to fucking yeah. either be resilient oh, or you're going to die those are your only two options so here in america we have the we have we have the option to either choose to make some decisions that will benefit you in the long term i mean and once they become habit it's it, We've talked about it a thousand times over. I want to talk. I will never stop talking about it. It's the most beneficial medicine for your mind, body, relationships, across the board. No matter what, hands down. No one ever did an hour long hard workout and just walked away and said, "Man, yeah, I really nobody regrets feel it. like shit nah, now." Maybe, that. maybe said if you no like pull a muscle ever. real bad, said no might one be, like, ever shit. but. They'll say it sucks, but at least you fucking worked hard enough to pull a muscle. You probably never even used it, so you got to pull it. All right, let's (laughs) jump over to uh,
1: Gilbert Godfrey. And, yeah. Have you ever searched rocket launchers online and where to buy them? Well, you probably shouldn't. Now, I know most of you are probably thinking, why don't you use incognito mode when online to do that? Well, let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use and how many times you clear your browsing history. Your internet service provider can see every th- single website that you've ever visited. That's why, even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. It doesn't matter who your internet provider is, your ISP in the US can legally sell your information to ag companies which is not cool. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visited. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, phones, computers, and even your smart TV, so there's no excuse to go without it. Protect your online activity today with VPN rated number one by CNET visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash J-R-E-R, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash J-R-E-R, expressvpn. Dude, that guy's Gilbert, hustle.
0: come on. Cameos. what a, What a strange <laughs> individual he is. I was... I was thinking there's a, a, he was talking about it. There's like a handful of folks like him, Carrot Top. I don't know if he fits into that same category. They were talking about certain people you just like love to hate, which none of them really deserve any. Well, they're
1: easy to pick on. A lot of them are just, you know, because they're just odd
0: characters. Yeah. It's like talking about like ba- <laughs> you right. Barry Manilow, like fucking Carrot Top, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you do because it's just like this like common theme that everybody is just like understood that that's just a nerd. That's got to be a weird thing to be like in the spotlight, just be known as a fucking nerd. You're like, yeah, I'm the nerd of Hollywood. I think I told you that one dude that fucking, the uh, DDL, it's not DL, DJ, the guy oh, that was on the road guy. trip was in my bar and <laughs> it's just like so funny. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know this, yeah, I think I referenced that dude, but it's like that, you're going to these red carpet events with all these like fucking JT and Bieber, all these like dudes and you're yeah. just like, oh, I was, I'm the nerd guy, but to their credit, yeah. fucking I mean, who cares? Gilbert's been
1: like hilarious <laughs> forever. Says the m- most outrageous shit. Yeah, he, you've he's ever good at heard. And he's a sweetheart. Right. From this podcast, he's just like a nice guy. Like, obviously, yeah, he's a sweetheart, a, but he's just funny.
0: He seems like he's he's aged well, and I think that he's like <laughs> aged well in a good way, just in the fact that his perspective is kind of. No. He doesn't seem like too caught he's up in all the bullshit. He's just so eccentric and, like, that he probably you know, can't be. You know? Imagine
1: like having a chat with him. Yeah. And, like, this, uh, you would just laugh before you even got to a joke. He's just a funny right. human. Right. He's good. I can't yeah, believe that him and Joe never met. Imagine that. Like, what? Yeah.
0: No, he said they didn't a meet A lot of times, I imagine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's right. They said they and just it's like comedy's
1: The comedy right? world is not that big. Times. When you've been in it, like Joe's done it like thirty years. He's done it like right. fucking fifty years. It's like how has has that not happened? Right. That's kind of interesting. But it's cool that they got together because there right. there must be so much, you know, similarities between things they've done and. <laughs>
0: He's like How's your writing ability he's like awful he's like i'm not so-. he's, he's like i'm not seinfeld i don't just eat like, he i don't not even do a seinfeld impression he's like i just go to sleep and wake up and write five thousand pages and do it tomorrow yeah like, it's so interesting no how there's seinfeld. so many
1: different um you know
0: uh, did you have a method no i mean i really never got a good it, one i tried all different
1: types trying, of things so to chase. i used to meet up with a buddy of mine called Rodrigo from uh, my jiu-jitsu school who was uh, in school for, like, film. So he had to, like, write a lot. And we'd meet twice a week and just do, you know, we just write. But, like, he would write a lot more because he's, like, writing plays and things or, like, you know, shorts. I'm trying to write jokes, so mostly I'm just staring at a computer barely ever getting any jokes out like if you get one good premise a week from two days like that's actually a good week but that's many hours of just staring and nothing i kind of feel like the way gilbert talked about it and other comedians do how like on stage they ad-lib and then come up with stuff i just never had enough stage time to do that and like when you have more stage time i think you can play around a bit more and and then use those ad-libbing moments to like create new sets i mean it's just it's a complicated setup and everyone has their own uh way of doing it and 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 figuring out your own way takes a long time too just does right
0: yeah you got to come up with some new creative processes it's it's funny you say that because it seems like even when we're hanging out or i'll have like just be having a fun hang with a buddy or whatever and somebody will say something that's so funny or outrageous i'm just like that Mm. could be the opening line to a comedy scene or the opening line to a comedy special you know what i mean i I say that frequently at least twice a week i'd say that yeah and you know
1: when i did stand up like people would know that i did it and i would say some funny shit at a party and they're like oh that's a joke right there but you know it's not you know it's just like it was just in the moment it worked like you can't <laughs> like this isn't that doesn't play and then you know at least they're not being so annoying right. as to be like oh you're a comedian tell us a joke people like that deserve to be shot in their face he's yeah. <laughs> just like how annoying are you like what i'm like what do you do they're like i'm a lawyer uh, all right be a lawyer then uh, be a lawyer
0: be a lawyer, be a lawyer. It was interesting here and not to jump back to Cam but whenever he started talking about Jewel for that second and he was just oh, talking about that. Oh, I did want to talk about that. Yeah. Just, dude, everyone was inspired that so by that. Much.
1: I told you, didn't I? After I listened to it, I was like that is the R- best fucking Rogan R- I have ever heard.
0: Hands down. I I was going to say it was so eye-opening and the, the, even even the fact that Cam went back and was like inquiring about a lot of the topics and yeah situational dude, if stuff cam haynes gets was, inspired was like, by a musician you
1: know? <laughs> like what you know yeah. <laughs> there's something to it he's like right, i right. was in absolutely for sure right for sure right. remember for when sure. uh gilbert and joe were talking about mtv as like that was the launching pad for people's the careers and like dude remember In the nineties, like what MTV like eighties and nineties, but like dude, what it used to be, it was like the coolest channel that existed. For sure.
0: Fuck yeah. Road rules, road rules. Just all the music. Like there was nothing cool. There was nothing more
1: Joe Rogan style, you know, that was like against the grain and like badass is M T V. Like making that jump from that That's a good period of time.
0: They offer. Right. Some of those fucking summertime parties they'd have and all that. Dude. Like, that was that was a great time. That was a great time for him. Yeah. It was like a, Imagine was like working a party of that TV. network
1: during that time. Basically. Just drunk every day you're like oh jesus
0: I just, i'm glad i'm glad i'm glad I didn't, i'm glad i didn't go to the cast for the real world i probably would have made it 100 you are seen you are on that perfect show.
1: for that show the outrageous <laughs> shit you say full-on douche like doing 50 push-ups every five minutes like this guy we you love to hate you
0: oh <laughs> F- <laughs> yeah all facts all, f- all facts folks See, all this facts. is why we don't do
1: the video version of this but it all you <laughs> get so mad it all comes from a good place a shirt, shirt. So, we so we do we do like a a, a zoom <laughs> call just so we can chat with each other you you've never worn a shirt during these things
0: for, for the for, for the oh, record i hot, don't want to have a fan is, is it a hot over there noise. and i shut the and I, and I sh- and I shut and I shut the uh, I shut the sl- It is hot actually. I shut the sliding glass door. The sun's beaming through. I knew you wouldn't know what it's like over there in Town, but Garrett, I know you for many it years. It gets warm and here You cheap. just never wear a shirt. What are you talking
1: <laughs> about? It's like raining out. You're like I'm too hot. I was I was I was really? born. That. Come on. <laughs> they they God ended their bit way, of the podcast with uh, Some God's hands fucking what's his name jimmy savile right and and joe didn't really know how to do it say his last name but like to give some context jimmy savile was um like an english kids like tv celebrity so he did like his own show called jimmy will fix it and you could write in for him oh dude he is such a Did big part that? of, like, my childhood. He was always on TV for, like, kids' stuff. Every kid's award show, you know, just everything. And he always looked like a creep and a come fucking tracksuit. To, to but, you know, he would do, like, these things, and then you'd get this, like, medal. He'd be, you'd be like, oh, you know, there's, like, a shitty park near my house, and I wish we had a good one, and Jimmy would come in and, like, build the park and make it look good and then you know the kid would get a medal for it and like i'm pretty sure i wrote in a jimmy fix it at one point just to be like oh yeah there's some dumb shit in my town i want better like and, and he just always did his shows and then afterwards learning that he was just this absolute monster the people covered up and hid like the sure. bbc were a part of that it's just dude it makes me sick Hundreds of
0: children. People, if you cut co- if, if you cover it's that up, you deserve good, to be right? fucking smoked too.
1: Not good at all. But you know what? People don't Fuck get them. held responsible for that stuff. He said over like five hundred. Prosecute the people that do it.
0: And I don't. Un- How is that not the people know, that get bro. held the most? You can go responsible. to jail for so longer for you. having That's like weed
1: you but it's interesting. in your car than you can for like Yet, the things he does. Oh well,
0: yeah, but i feel like the, i feel like jail is the ultimate justice department in that area though because if they find out that you were fucking well i think kids, that's why in that's jail they
1: like really hammer those fuckers because they know they don't really get so, the time they deserve you know and there's people in there that right. are like you know they feel well, bad just, for what they've just, done and they're like oh this is my one chance to like get right. some redemption from Angel god empty. so they just right come down on them hard right, right.
0: God bless Indeed. him, dude. Fuck anybody that does that stuff. That that shit should be come yeah, down like so a fucked. fucking god it's of so hammer. The hammer god. Yeah, really
1: not good. It makes me sad. Anyway, I just wanted to cover that. Uh,
0: interesting how they like get they they gave him like a medal well, after that. So effect, in the 90s they, they gave him, like, yeah, they 90s like him. Knighted like him his or something.
1: work for children. Like fucking what how wrong were we Jesus on this Christ. one folks? a mess (laughs) an absolute mess all right let's jump over to uh ari shafia and uh norman and those nerds hey guys we're gonna do something a little different for a second but i wanted to tell you about this new show this new mini series podcast i've been listening to from wondering and topic studios called the operator Right, This show is basically like the fucking Wolf of Wall Street, but for phone sex operators. And it is really interesting. So basically, like in the 90s, ads for phone sex lines, you could see them everywhere. They were like in magazines. Cable channels would just be blasting them all night. Like it, it was just well known that, you know, they were just everywhere. So it all started with an idea from this guy called Mike. Uh, Pardee's, I think his name was. He was like the CEO and founder of this company called Telnet, who proudly coined himself with the term telephone pimp. So he joined forces with this other tech giant called Michael Seth, Self, who was like the, pff, like the phone sex Bill Gates of the times. But really, it all came down to the women that were behind these phone lines that created this like close-knit yet super dysfunctional family that turned American Telnet into a multi-million dollar company. And it like revolutionized the sex industry. This is like before Pornhub and all the, you know, the internet porn sites that rule everything. This is where people went to jerk off. So as the fortunes grow, the founders were like, they had yachts. They were flying all over the place, like drug-induced parties, and this podcast talks about all of it. So Wondery and Topic Studios, with this new podcast operator, they basically bring this untold story forward of this company which dominated the phone sex industry until the money blinded them all and it came crashing to the ground. So I'm going to play you guys a little clip. Um, It's a few minutes long, and I really think you're going to like it.
2: I got a call uh, about two o'clock in the morning from one of the male supervisors and he says there are a bunch of men with guns on the property and we don't know what to do.
3: Victoria had been working at American Telnet for several years. She'd seen her share of emergencies, so she didn't freak out
2: right away. And I said, OK, are they police? He says, I really don't know. They're plain clothes. I said, plainclothes suits or? he goes, no, jeans. He goes, they said they were police, but they're refusing to show a badge.
3: Victoria's job was managing a big team of phone operators, all crammed into a nondescript warehouse in North Miami Beach. Hundreds of men and women, mostly women, sat in cubicles, headsets on, fielding call after call, day and night. And now, men with guns claiming to be the police we're trying to get into the warehouse.
2: We had electronic door access codes. Every agent, every operator, had their own code.
3: The men didn't have access, and they weren't showing a search warrant. Without a warrant, the operators weren't letting them in. After a while, they stopped knocking. But when an operator opened the door to leave...
2: a middle-aged agent was at the door, and once she got the door open, they pushed her on the ground, and the team ran over her back... The men had been waiting in the bushes. And they fanned out, and they were looking, they were looking in files, they were looking for something. And as quick as they were in, they swooped through, they dug around, and they ran out.
3: Victoria was furious. As a supervisor at ATN, she had seen plenty of surprising things. And sure, the company may have skirted right up against a few federal regulations, but the service it provided wasn't against the law. Because the company where Victoria worked, American Telnet, a company with the blandest of names, was actually the largest phone sex operation in the United States.
1: Love to party? Call
3: Jake by phone now.
0: What turns women on will turn you on.
3: No rejections, no turndowns. For no. men only. The morning after the raid, Victoria wanted answers. She went to ATN's head of technology, Michael Self. Not much happened at ATN without Michael self-knowing about it. As it turned out, it was the local police, and whatever they were looking for, they'd left
2: empty-handed. You know, the first story was when we called uh, City Hall, called the cop shop the next morning, they said it never happened.
3: Armed men had invaded their offices, physically assaulting one of their employees, and the police were saying it never happened, and the ATN executives didn't seem to care because the police hadn't found anything. But Victoria cared...
2: What about the operators? They are me by extension. And I I do feel that way. When something like the police raid happened
3: and the owners did nothing, Victoria had to wonder how much did the company really
2: care about her and the workers she looked out for? My understanding is when those folks flex, things get done. And yeah, they could have done that. People like to mention how busy they were. Yeah, me too. I wish they would have taken it one step further and protected the Golden Goose instead of just the gold.
3: Because at the end of the day, ATN was a business, a really big business.
1: It was a wild time. And
2: there's these girls on the stage doing a live sex show. It was like you know, ecstasy, cocaine, champagne, millionaires.
0: At the pinnacle, we were doing 1.1, 1.2 million dollars on a Friday night or a Saturday night. This man, Mike Pontus, he controls All of the phone sex in the country.
2: Fancy cars, fancy clothes, celebrities, models, the porn industry. Until it
3: all came crashing down.
2: That wasn't a company, it wasn't a job, it was American Telnet.
1: The ending sucked. The beginnings were much more fun. (laughs) Your call cannot be completed as filed. So there you go, that's a little taste of the podcast Operator. Uh, Thanks for checking that out. I you know want to bring you guys interesting podcasts that i like um every now and again so i I might chuck these in maybe shorter selections but uh yeah you can find the operator on apple Podcasts, apple music or you can get it ad free by subscribing to wondery plus and um apple podcasts and the and the wondery app there's like a link in the bio check it out thanks guys yeah Who's the My other man guy? Man. I gotta remember his name. I love that dude too. He's so funny. I should know his name. Yeah, Shane Gillis. Uh, Great. Shane Gillis. Check out his
0: Trump uh, th- speed dating dude, online. It's so good. Outs, outs. Yeah, big fan. Oh, I'm gonna check that out. His his Trump. His it's Trump good, right? Out of it's really good. World. It was apart so from good. when he
1: talked about Amy so Schumer and was like a hey, fat like- pig. You're like, whoa, dude. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. That's what Trump would say. All <laughs> right, steady. He's like, I love. You already got canceled from <laughs> SNL, bro. Hilarious. It's
0: comedy. Oh, you got the cancel he, he got yeah. canceled like forty-five seconds into yeah. his career.
1: But that's probably why he's so <laughs> good, though. It's just an animal.
0: I think he's kind of. Yeah, I think he's worn it. He's worn it well because if you if you get a taste of it early, then you're like, mm. all right, well, now I fucking face. Do your worst. <laughs> I, I got the right. Now I've got a sure. taste. Now I know how to handle it. He was saying, he was definitely saying some uh, like oh, off dude. the wall shit that you wouldn't animal. Say. Him and Mark Norman, dude. Ari was Ari was like the which PG is strange. Guy on, the, on the pod this time almost. Like really strange. Usually Ari just
1: like <laughs> right? pissing in jars and like saying the most outrageous <laughs> shit. But yeah, he was kind of babysitting yeah. those guys in right. a way. <laughs> like keeping them together. Right. Yeah, so right. Ari and Joe bet on the fights which dude, I thought Mark was Norman's good. fucking. Um and by the way, they 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 talked about the fights a few times. The fights last weekend were amazing. Dude. If
0: you guys didn't see them. unbelievable, outstanding. That was got Mike Chan- Chandler. Oh, dude, and the, the other Rose guy. That was fight the was, was phenomenal. Life. that was just like how well did she do? Oof, and then
1: um, brutal. It was like, uh, dude, there were just so many good fights. It was here. absolutely brilliant. It was a just everyone at the bar the way i was watching it was just so into it and you could tell they were like oh, we took a bunch of people that like yeah. don't usually watch them and they were like bro i'm into this i'm watching this every time you know yeah little do they know they're not always that good <laughs> yeah, but that it doesn't matter high. right it's whatever pulls you in right that, oh so good that was entertaining. so good hell. man so oh and Luis gomez from um, um the skank fest he, he's one of the comedians but he's fighting someone too and it sounds like he's going to get his ass kicked <clears throat> it's going to be interesting to see it that that guy's a savage he's always <laughs> fighting people i don't know what his deal is that,
0: that was funny when he goes he he, he asked gilbert he goes so what are you doing what, what's up next and he mentioned those cameos and then he's like pulling up his shit jamie pulls it up and he's like yeah he didn't even know he's like doesn't even know that was probably (laughs) such a good time i well
1: ari said today (laughs) i think on instagram he was like this is the most fun comedy event i ever went to ever yeah really
0: I think what it's it? they like, just do like a, a
1: festival, like a comedy album. festival, Sports but like comedians. they the Skank fest has like their own format for like podcasting and shows where they just you know talk a lot of shit, say outrageous stuff, I think um they may even like throw some boxing in they make it like a festival, so yeah, it has its own
0: that's fun this is like a mixed it's a mixed kinda they're just
1: doing a lot of fun shit, stuff really. and seeing if they can pull people in,
0: so um yeah. It, it's 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 got to be a good time what are you what, what are your thoughts on these what are your thoughts on these like celebrity boxing celebrity just because they were making mention of it and some stuff like that's how you, that's how people are making money now are you interested in that stuff or do you think it's watering down the sport or do you think it's you know i'm all for it more uh what
1: because i look i'm not telling people what to do i'm i'm all for it i think they're good for them and if you want to pull in some right. good fighters and, like, turn it into a real, like, you know, WWE style. I mean, it's not fake. It's real boxing. But it's, like, carefully selected boxing. Um, yeah, why not? Why not throw some celebrities against people that can actually fight and see what happens? Like, I think what, what the poor guys, Logan Didn't Paul say and that- Jake Paul are doing, is it. it intrigues me. You know, at first I was annoyed. I was like, all right, these guys are just right. being idiots. But to be fair, they 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 know how to wind people up. And they know how to get people to watch, and I'm down for
0: that. I I'm like see, fuck I'll, yeah. I'll watch I'll watch, I'll watch Jake Paul oh, and Mike dude. Tyson 100 Yeah. hundred out of hundred times. Mike you think Mike Tyson would allow himself to lose? I know he's fifty three or fifty four and he's got 30 years on Jake Paul, but, whoa. Dude, would be for the first two situation. rounds,
1: he's fucking knocking out anyone. Did you knock off the um, I don't know the Zoom
0: call again? I don't know how I did. I don't know how that Garrett, happened with my phone touching. Jesus. What on way? Doing? Don't, <laughs> don't worry about you it. Can, we got a podcast. You to do and are
1: technologically inclined.
0: <laughs> Bro, I'm Tyson and Paul got me all worked up.
1: The yeah, I like it. I like what they do i think it's uh it's just entertainment you know and if you don't like it don't watch that shit right um you know i i mostly just watch it on youtube illegally like (laughs) until they take it down (laughs) i i can't imagine personally i can't imagine paying you know whatever the pay-per-view is for it but who knows in time maybe like if they get a good enough card going i mean you're down to
0: watch watch
1: whatever fights i mean i'd watch connor box one of those
0: nerds for sure yeah that would be an interesting fight too huh i bet yeah dude, that would be great i bet connor probably loses that just based on weight i don't know a stand-up boxing match is a totally different scenario than an mma match obviously they got him dominated in the mma i
1: want to see
0: i want to see a boxer come over to mma that should be the new thing like i I obviously it's
1: it's it's happened a couple of times Oh, uh, what's his name tony did and he got uh he got ruined by um Randy Coulter. Okay. just like ankle
0: tripped him and then smashed him right but uh yeah if i we're mean gonna, if we're going to make all these MMA guys happened, come over to boxing why not make some boxing guys come over to MMA obviously it's It's a lot probably
1: harder. because it's a lot harder to go that way like yeah. boxers are incredibly skilled but you know they, so, they would have to learn so many different things right. to come over to MMA that it's really not fair. That's why MMA guys are not as sharp as uh, boxers. Because if all you do is focus on your boxing and boxing stance, you're going to like have up. it. Yeah, you're going to be exceptional. Even the best boxers in MMA, like mostly can't, aren't going to be able to touch professional boxers. Right. No way. For sure. Because they got so much other shit that they got to focus on. I mean, ground game. and But, I mean, imagine just being able to tackle a boxer. Right. Like, you just tackle him. He falls over. He's not going to know what to do on the ground. He doesn't punch from the ground. Good it's good point. Not, yeah, it's not going to work well at all. Right. Do you think that Rogan's podcast is missing anything from the super early days when they were saying how barbecued they used to get? Like, they would smoke out of the volcano and just get so... I mean, I remember rogan's podcast i think rogan back in the spots. day like 2010 when he would get so barbecued you knew that everybody on there barely knew what they were talking about <laughs> and it just made it
0: hilarious but he doesn't do that anymore i it's think like that maybe he, there's just a the time and a place but yeah he picks his spots I, th- I think he does everything in moderation when he has those scientists on he, make, he was making that funny joke he's like can i just have one scientist on rather than Because there's been a long spurt now where it's like he's been, he's had a few lightened up guests recently, but there was a time there where it was like Lex, just back to back to back to back of just like, which it needed to happen. And we needed that. We needed, we needed the input from a lot of, and we still do. But it's got to be nice to have those podcasts where he just gets to hang out with his friends and shoot the shit. Because you see how much he loves to laugh. I mean, that seems to be one. Oh, yeah, no doubt. You know, <laughs> so no it's, it's it's got to be nice to just have that, like, camaraderie and have that just people all around. I think it would
1: also be interesting if he had, like, a really, like, high-level scientist on and they decided to get absolutely barbecued.
0: I'm, that'd be great. It's a great idea. You
1: know? I mean, maybe it would be a shit show. Maybe what, the scientist wouldn't what? be able to hold it together and would, like, freak out based why do you on think, why do you what think, he's
0: thinking. But Why hasn't Bezos come on?
1: Um, I don't know. If you think about it, not many billionaires have. I think the only billionaire he ever had on was Elon. Right. Or Um, maybe another guy. He had that, like, guy that was into UFOs on that was a billionaire.
0: I wonder how long until he has another Elon on again. It won't be long. They're close friends. I was going to say, it seems like it's... He's, he's, yeah, I think
1: Jeff Bozo would be a good one to have on. <laughs> Jeff Bozo. <laughs> <laughs> do you see the thing that he posted about uh um uh, Leonardo DiCaprio?
0: No, what do you say?
1: Yeah, so Leo like met his wife recently. It's uh-huh. like him, Jeff Bezos, and and Jeff's wife. Right. And she just looks so enamored with Leo. Um Leo that um, Jeff posted this thing, uh, like a sign. He's like leaning against the sign that says, like, there's this deadly cliff. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, hey, come for a walk with me, Leo, or some shit like that. He's like fucking <laughs> with him. But I, I like that. You should be funny. Be yeah. funny, Jeff. Right? You're not funny enough. Elon is way funnier than you are. So get funnier. You're already one of the richest men in the world. Like, chill out. Well, to be fair, he was until Elon just crushed him. Right. I wonder if he gets
0: married again. I wonder if he gets married again.
1: mm, Probably. I'm sure there's a lot of pressure from your girlfriend when you're one of the richest men in the world.
0: (laughs) He's like, listen. they know
1: they got a big payday. I was going to say, I've
0: already gone down this road once, sweetheart. (laughs) Uh-huh. And Elon's got like three different... Fool me once. Elon's got three different baby mamas, I think, with like... He's got like five kids or something.
1: Yeah, Elon just ended his relationship, right? With that singer?
0: Did he? That makes sense. Yeah, I think so, yeah. He's like, all right, you gotta go. <laughs> That's gotta be a rough guy to try and have a relationship with, but... <sighs> yeah. Who knows? Well, he's an intense dude. Right. Let's be honest. What did you think
1: about Alec Baldwin killing that lady? Uh...
0: That's a tough fucking story, man.
1: Yeah, dude. Well, I feel bad for everybody involved. Like when Joe said he's like the first. Also, to... learn some gun control. Don't I was gonna point say a rifle. Anyway, I was gonna please. say the
0: first thing that I ever think about when I think about ever having a gun, and I'm not even a novice. I'm a I'm a picked up a gun 10, 15 times guy. I've always known don't point it in the direction of somebody else, whether or not it's loaded or not loaded. That was like a simple rule of thumb. Mm. So, I don't know, man. I don't I don't have one way or the other on that one. That's a tough pill. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure there's contracts and whatnot or that's written in that if that stuff happens, that that's just part of the game. But, Jesus Christ, I don't know.
1: Yeah, you know, I feel bad. I mean, you know, Alec Baldwin is a legend, to be honest. Right. And he's a hilarious guy. It's and a good actor. And no one should go through that. That's right. fucking awful. Right. But... Yeah, what a wild one.'t What a wild.: one. And then there's Joe finishing up the pod by saying he just got too famous that he needs to hire like murderers to right. be around him. <laughs> like yeah. special forces murderers. Do you think they're at his house too, or but, just at his studio? Or is he like got these guys watching him
0: 24/7? Is I bet he, he that wealthy?: I bet he's got it pretty well locked down at his compound with security and whatnot, but I don't think he's... Yeah, that. no
1: doubt. For his family?
0: Yeah, for his family. I don't think Joe's... They obsessed. probably don't
1: follow him to the club, though. I'm, I'm sure that. he's, like, just doing comedy
0: chill. I, I think Joe is like, I'll take care of myself, guys. But, fucking... I don't know, man. I guess when you get to that point, you, you think about fame and you think that how cool it could be, but it's like, when you can't even go to fucking grab a coffee without being approached by five million people immediately it always being an ordeal no matter what that's
1: got to be weird right and, and probably people want to argue with him these days that's, oh my too. god i'm sure they want to throw, argue and yell at him yeah, for throw sure. drink,
0: so throw drinks on him or something i don't know that's i, I could see yeah, some stupid shit like that happening but yeah that's wild
1: I, I don't know i god i don't want to ever get to that point no believe me like that sounds like a night like where you actually need bodyguards like
0: come on you always talk what a horrible thing that would be right just to be you just to go outside you just to
1: exist you (laughs) need to have people around you that will murder other people for Uh, you you're like oh god what a day
0: the price of fame sometimes i'm sure i'm sure elon can't go anywhere i'm sure jeff can't go anywhere no, I I told you I saw yeah, Jeff right for right sure. before
1: the pandemic in yeah. in Santa Monica Holy that place next to Holy Guacamole. The yeah, he saw him
0: with fucking six Secret Service agents from all around him too. So. Oh
1: yeah, dude, he was loaded with those guys. Jesus. I'm like Jesus. Yeah. All right, and they looked they looked mean. <laughs> they looked like people that would hurt you real fast. Right, it's, it's got that's how, that's how it is for the billionaires, bro. If you want all that gold, right. People are going to steal it. They're going to throw you in a truck. That's what happens. Kidnap yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for joining. Who we got next week? We got uh, Theo Vaughn coming up. I think we got... Um, uh, who's that Republican guy that they have on? I haven't looked that far in head, but I'm for... Oh, Ben Shapiro is on next oh, week, boy. I think.
0: That should be a good
1: one. Yeah. It's going to be good we'll find out what they're up to i'm looking forward to theo though for sure absolutely all right thanks as always guys i appreciate you and uh have a great fucking week peace and love later